Welcome back to the Fast Break, episode 108. And today we're going to be going over the rest of the NCAA tournament and recapping the Sweet 16. So we'll get started with the games on Saturday. First was Oregon State and Loyola. And uh, I didn't think this game was – either team was going to get more than 40 points. Uh, this game was terrible, in my opinion. It was awful. Uh, Oregon State sucks. I don't know how they made the Elite Eight. Um, there's nothing more to say about this game. Loyola couldn't, couldn't make a shot. They had four field goals at halftime. I mean, Oregon State is the second 12 seed to ever make the Elite Eight. Uh, they made their free throws. Uh, that's how they won the game. Uh, it wasn't a very fun game to watch. They're probably going to get smacked by uh, Houston. So, I, I don't think it was a terrible game. It, it was somewhat close towards the end, but I guess it was really a two-plus possession, or I guess three-plus possession um, most of the game, really. Yeah, Loyola just – did not show up really after their big upset win over Illinois, and then they just call it good, basically. They didn't play very well. All right, next is Villanova-Baylor, and Villanova held a seven-point lead at halftime, holding Baylor just 23 points. Another low-scoring game. Uh, it was a pretty good game to watch. Baylor kind of pulled away at the end. The game was probably closer than the, than the score would tell you. This was a pretty fun game to watch. Again, not much scoring, though. Yeah, I mean, Baylor's best shooter, uh, best uh, percentage-wise, Shot one for nine throughout the game. Uh, Baylor made two of their 12 threes the first half. I think they only made one in the second half. Their first 26 shots in the second half were uh, twos, I think even all in the paint, if I remember. Um, but really, I think it was something like 40-20 run or 39-20 run second half. And uh, they just ended up pulling away. But it, it, it was kind of a bunch of turnovers, uh, nice defensive plays down the, down the stretch. I think this game was good for them just so they could kind of prove that they don't need to be able to shoot by a from three to win. This is probably the worst shooting performance of the season. And Davian Mitchell was able to see it to the basket. And so was Matt, um, Matthew Mayer just to get, get to the basket and pull away at the end. Yeah, they were three and 19 from three. And I think it's becoming uh, pretty obvious that Baylor and Gonzaga are the clear cut uh, two best teams. Hopefully we'll see yeah. them in the final. Um, but in, they've both proven uh, Gonzaga in their second round game and Baylor against Villanova that they don't need their, their best day to win. They were 3-19 and 19 from 3. Uh, so moving on to probably the best game of the Sweet 16 was Oral Roberts against Arkansas. And uh, this game went back and forth. Towards the end, Oral Roberts held a one or two point lead probably for the last five or six minutes. They were up seven at halftime and uh, Arkansas hit a jumper with about three seconds to go that gave them the win. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted Oral Roberts to pull away from it this game. I mean, they Max Aismith uh, makes that r last shot. That's probably one of the best shots in the past, I don't know, 10 or 15 years. I mean, a 15 seed has never made it to the lead eight. And that, like, buzzer beater shot would be the first buzzer beater of this this uh, this year's tournament. So I think that that, that would be up there um, and some of the best shots that you'd see on highlight reels and whatnot. I, I just, I mean, it was a good game. Uh, just that uh, great Arkansas jumper right, right before. And it was a great inbounds place too. It was a good shot, just barely missed. Yeah, you could tell he thought it was going in when it came off his hands. Um, I didn't watch a lot of Arkansas before the tournament, but I absolutely hate them. They take horrific shot selection and Moses Mobley, I think is going to be a bust. He just, he's not like great finisher around the rim and he just takes so many shots. I think that they are not going to be even close with the other. Yeah. Arkansas gets a ton of shots up. Um, Moody shot 20 field goals. Jalen Tate shot 17. Uh, Davis had 13. 
Uh, I think Oral problem. A. Smith had a good game with uh, with 25 points, but Kevin O'Banner only had 12 points on seven shots. Need need more output from him. Uh, it was a good game. A lot of the, the, the biggest takeaways I've seen, especially on Twitter from this one, is people debating whether or not college should uh, adopt the NBA's rule of dancing the ball on a timeout. What are your thoughts on that? Um, It would leave. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. Wouldn't it would have affected the shot, though, because they kind of got the perfect shot that they wanted. Like, in this specific case scenario, I don't think that it really would have affected anything, but, like, there's, like, two seconds left maybe, but. Yeah, at least more buzzer beaters, I guess, or more potential yeah. good shots. But they got the shot they wanted to the yeah. wanted to the player they wanted. It, 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 he just missed the shot. I'm not sure if this specific scenario um would be changed by getting the ball advanced. But um, yeah, no, I, I'm somewhat indifferent on the, this. Uh, it would kind of change. I mean, I don't watch a lot of college basketball. I, I don't know how much this affects the average game, but I, I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion. I don't think they should do it. I think it just elongates the game and yeah. makes it kind of uninteresting, too much back and forth. I think I agree with Nick. They got the shot they wanted, although it was kind of contested double clutch, but I don't think they should adopt that rule. Um, next game was Syracuse-Houston. I only watched the first five minutes. It wasn't a great game. Syracuse, uh, kind of what they were in the regular season, showed up struggling to score the ball at times. Uh, I don't think Houston's great, and unfortunately, they're going to be in the final four most likely. Um, two pretty in my opinion not very good teams houston will be the first i mean if they make the final four they will be the first team to have only played double digit seeds and made the final four <laughs> like they have played nobody yeah it's just crazy how their schedules worked out houston for me is just like arkansas quentin grimes i think is so annoying to watch play he's such bad shot, shot selection they've just had such an easy road to the final four yeah but i think if they play baylor they're what they really are all get exposed. I mean, this is a team that's lost lost at East Carolina, survived a few home games against lackluster American Conference teams. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're very good. I think they should have been lower than the two seed. They had a pretty good record, pretty good resume, but I don't think when you watch them play live, they're not very good. Um, then, uh, oh, yes, there's only, only really one good game, so we'll quickly go over. Gonzaga Creighton, uh, Creighton really only had one guy scoring from them, Marcus Zagorowski, and Gonzaga had the, the big three going at it. Once again, Timmy had 22, Kispert had 12. Suggs only had nine, but uh, Ayayi and Nemhard were in double figures. Creighton uh, had to play Ohio in the second round, and they, they and it, I don't think this, is, this was an amazing team. Believe it or not, this was the biggest line of the entire Sweet 16. Gonzaga was favored by 16 and a half points. That is, I mean, that's crazy, especially to a five seed. Um, you don't think that's crazy, Ben? I mean, this, was this, was a, th- this was a bigger line than Houston. Or- oh, it was 12 and a half? It's Are you sure? Biggest, but what, 16 and a half would be insane. It, 12 and a half was still pretty big. All right. But somewhere I heard or saw 16 and a half. So I, I guess I, I, I could be wrong, but still bigger than, a, bigger than I don't know, a Syracuse Houston or a, a UCLA Alabama, even though that game obviously turned out differently than we expected. I, I don't know. It just seems um, pretty crazy. Gonzaga is seeming unstoppable. Yeah, Gonzaga is the best college basketball team I've seen in a long time. I would say Kentucky uh, a few years ago was still better, even though they didn't win the national championship, but that team was really good. Lost in the final four. I think that Kentucky team could have beaten an NBA team. 
That's no, no. Never, the thing, that, the no thing about this Gonzaga team is they only have like one high lottery pick on them, which kind of amazes me that they're so dominant when they only have Jalen Suggs like their only like clear cut NBA. The best ball. college teams in the past, I feel like you like that Virginia team. Uh, I could say DeAndre Hunter, didn't they? But uh, I don't yeah. know. That's Two true. The best college teams don't have a yeah. That's why that, that Kentucky team was an outlier. That Kentucky team might be the best team ever in college basketball, even though they didn't win the national title. Was that Carl Anthony Towns and who else yeah, is on that they team? They have Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker, the Harrison twins, Tyler Ulis, bunch yeah. of dudes. Yeah. Um, Florida State and Michigan, I thought it would be a great game, and it was very underwhelming. It was like it was never close. Yeah. I thought Florida State got some bad calls, but they just didn't play great overall. Um, I, I really wanted Florida State to win this game. I know last week I said this was the only game I cared about, and unfortunately it wasn't a very good game. Yeah, yeah I had Florida State winning this game in my bracket. They just couldn't really score in the half court, and Michigan has got any shot they wanted. Next was UCLA-Alabama. That was uh, the best game of the Sweet 16, probably. Uh, that was a crazy ending to regulation where uh, Alabama, Herbert Jones, missed two free – he missed three of the last four. They were all flat, missed two at the end. Uh, and then UCLA, Mick Cronin typically always fouls up three late, and he didn't in this case. And it, it uh, was about to cost him when Alabama knocked in that deep three. Yeah, I mean, Bama was 11 of 25 free throws. That's just terrible. Um, and it, it's hard to win games playing like that. Uh, they had chances. UCLA scoreless the first five minutes of the second half. Uh, Johnny Juzang fouled out at some point. Um, they just kind of blew out Alabama in overtime, just hit some good shots. Um, There's a couple chances for Bama. I know at one point UCLA had hit a big three. Just um, Alabama had their chances. They just uh, – Lost all those opportunities. Yeah, UCLA has just had like everything just broken right for them this season. They're playing with like such a confidence, and like they came into that game thinking, like knowing they were going to win. There was no doubt in their minds. I think that they can be competitive with Michigan. Yep, USC Oregon, the Pac-12 battle, uh, also a game that was not uh, really ever close. Uh, a lot of scoring in this, probably the most high-scoring game of the of the Sweet 16. Um, the, the Mobley brothers weren't great, but they were good enough. They combined uh, only to take 15 shots for 23 points, but uh, Edie and White got it done for USC. I didn't watch this game. I don't have any. I don't have any thoughts, but um, I think that uh, USC is a really good team. I'm not sure how much to be able to give to Gonzaga, but uh, they're pretty good. I'm going to be honest, this is the first time I've ever seen much live. Evan Moby is so big. I like, didn't realize he's like 7'2". He's like the body of a bull bull. He's just long and lanky. I think he's going to be a really good NBA player. Yeah, bull bull had a good game last night and like eight points in three minutes. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we'll go on to our predictions. Uh, Oregon, the games tonight are Oregon State, Houston, Arkansas, Baylor. Both games with an eight-point spread. Uh, I will take Oregon State and Baylor. Man, um, can can we bet against the spread here, uh, JK? I'm not. I, I just kidding. I'm not betting against any of these spreads. I have uh, Baylor and Houston advancing. I am with Ben here. I think Oregon State is going to keep their luck going. I think that Houston hasn't really played well the last couple of games. They've just played bad teams. Um, so I think Oregon State and Baylor are going to pull out. You're really down the stretch. Houston hasn't played anybody, and they haven't won by sizable margins except for yeah. the Cleveland State game last night or two uh, two nights ago. 
They only scored 60 points against Syracuse. Uh, because Rutgers, they were down most that game. Yeah, but uh, like Nick mentioned, they take some questionable shots, a lot of deep threes. Um, so I think I think that'll be they'll both be pretty close games. But uh, but Baylor, Baylor will pull away. I think Oregon State will win it. Win a really close one. All right, Ben. Uh, do you know who won the NIT? Uh, yeah, it was Memphis. It was Memphis. And right now, I think if Memphis played Oregon State, Memphis would be uh, the favorite. Oregon State, I think, is I, I don't know. I I think that I I've had this argument in the NIT. I still think. Uh, for instance, Memphis is feeling better about their season than Norfolk State, but um, I, I think that this Oregon State team is not. I, no, th- that one's wrong. Norfolk State made a tournament for the first time in nine years. In Memphis, the past two years has had about six five stars and hasn't. Uh, they've had a nine to nine conference record and haven't made a tournament. So I would. Okay, how about Texas Southern or Mount St. Mary's? I, I, I just made a tournament for the first time in seven years. Big accomplishment for the team at the NEC. And uh, I don't know Texas Southern. It's uh, HBCU. They're I think they won. Uh, they won a tournament game for the first time in ten years. So pretty big accomplishment. All right, there's plenty of teams you can throw out. Michigan State. All right, whatever. Um, um but I, I do agree though that I think if Memphis were to play Oregon State, probably not right now, but like a week, ago, two weeks ago, um, they'd be favored because Oregon State, if they lost in their conference tournament, they probably weren't even making the NIT. That's how that's how bad they were in the regular season. They were picked to finish last in the conference, um, and they definitely would not have made a tournament and probably would have missed the NIT as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and then the games tomorrow night, USC, Gonzaga, and UCLA, Michigan. Um, I will take Gonzaga for sure. I've been going back and forth, but I think Michigan will pull it out against UCLA. Um. I'm going to go with uh, Gonzaga and Michigan. UCLA, I, I, I've watched, I watched their BYU game, obviously, and I, I actually have watched all their games. Um, I don't know. They, they've looked good, but I just think uh, this Michigan team is really good. I think Florida State's better than UCLA. I think LSU is better than UCLA. And so I think Michigan is better than UCLA. So I guess I've picked uh, all the higher seeds in all these matchups, but I really just think that, um, these teams are better overall, but uh, the biggest upset potential, I suppose, would be UCLA, Michigan. Uh, I really want to take UCLA. I think they've been playing really well, but I think that Michigan's playing the best, that, probably the best to play all year right now, even without their best player being out for all the tournament. So I think that Michigan will win over UCLA and they can zag a win. All right, I think either way it'll be Gonzaga Baylor in the final, and I've got Baylor knocking off Gonzaga by three points. Woo-hoo. I've had Baylor all along. I'm sticking with Baylor. I really hope they win because I am not doing so well in our bracket challenge after this Florida State loss. Um, and if Baylor wins, all the Gonzaga people hopefully falling out. You know, there's my chance. Uh, I I don't actually think I have a chance. Brady's gonna win either way. I think. Yeah. Oh oh, Brady Brady's a hundred. He's blowing everyone out. But um. Chance though. Yeah. Who? Glime. No, he doesn't. No. Glime takes all our money. <laughs> Anthony is more of a chance than Glime. Glime still got like 140. I'm not it's sure. Brady's gonna win for sure. Oh, for I'd, sure. I put a ton of money on Brady right now. Oh, he's he has like thirty more potential points in the next. Yeah, he is. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got for today. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay.